Here are six ways that you can have deeper and more meaningful prayers for help. If you're like me, a lot of times we get praying and, and we need some help with prayers. And that's because it, I don't know about you guys, but it feels like sometimes prayer can be repetitive. It feels like we can get in rut in prayer and we get routine with it. We pray the same thing. We pray the same way. pray at the same time. And the prayer doesn't feel very meaningful, doesn't feel very deep, because it, it feels like we're constantly doing the same thing. That's where the book of Psalms helps us out, and Psalms like Psalm 79. Because in Psalm 79, it actually talks about this prayer for help, and, and we can imitate that. And the biggest difference, if we can boil it all down before we get to these six things, for the big one biggest difference between what it, the Psalm 79 prays and what we often pray is the focus of those prayers for help. A lot of times, I know I'm like this, we pray and we pray for help and our prayers for help, whether it's for ourselves, it's for our family members, our friends, it's very us-centered. You know, it's a prayer for me, it's a prayer about my needs, it's a prayer about my family needs, my friends' needs, it's it's a, God, about, a lot about us. But our prayers instead should be way more God-centered. Our prayer should be less about God help me out for the sake and help me out and more about God help me out so that your glory is known. And that's the one biggest difference between the way Psalm 79 says its prayer and our prayers a lot of times that we say today. So what are these six things that we can pray like the psalmist to have deeper and more meaningful prayers when we need help. Well, in Psalm 79, the first seven verses kind of sums up what the guy was going through. And essentially, it was during this time when uh, Israel and and Judah, they, they were being attacked and, and conquered and driven over to exile because they had sinned. They had rebelled against God. They had turned away from God and and God was punishing them by sending them into exile in another country. And so this prayer that he prays in verses 8 through 13, which is where we get these six things, is a prayer of repentance. It's a prayer for help. It's a prayer for revival. Uh, just a general all-around prayer for needs, which is, in other words, it can fit almost any situation you face today. So what are these six things to deepen and make it more meaningful prayers for help that you can have today? Well, the first is in verse 8, and that is ask God to not just forgive your sins, but have compassion on you. It says verse 8, do not remember the iniquities of our forefathers against us. Let your compassion come quickly to meet us, for we are brought very low. I mean, have you thought about in your prayer for help, also asking God to forgive you in the basis of him just being compassionate. Cry to God to be compassionate on you. And in what you're going through and compassionate on you because of just sins that you have. That's the first thing you can do. Ask God to be compassionate on you and forgive you of your sins. The second is this. Ask God to forgive you and to help you, not for your reputation and good, but for God's. It says in verse 9, help us, O God, of our salvation. Why? For the glory of your name. And deliver us and forgive our sins. Why? For your name's sake. I mean, how often do we pray things and ask things from God because we we want them for our own benefit? We want our health or we want our goodness in life, and but we forget and don't even think about praying and asking for things for the sake of God's glory, for the sake of God's name. That means the for the sake of God's reputation to be made greater if the prayer comes true. 
So you can pray and say, God, help me today, not for my sake, but so that you get more glory and your name gets out there. That's the second thing you can do. The third thing is you can ask God to help you so that lost people will know that he's real. That's what happens in verse 10. Why should the nation say, where is their God? Let there be known among the nations in our sight. Vengeance for the blood of your servants, which has been shed. I mean, he basically says, why should the nation say God's not real? Answer my prayers so that lost people in the nations around us will realize our God is alive and he can do something. Have you th Think about that. That's something you can pray in your prayers for help. And say, God, help me, not just for me, but help me so that the my lost neighbor, my lost coworker, the lost member of my family will see that you're real and that you help people. That's the third thing you can do to deepen your prayers. What's the fourth? It says, ask, ask God um, to help you and to hear you according to his great power. It says in verse 11, Let the groaning of the prisoner come before you according to the greatness of your power. Preserve those who are doomed to die. In other words, call to God and ask God to answer you on the basis of the fact that you know God is powerful. You're basically saying, God, I'm praying for help because I'm praying in the line with my knowledge of you as the one who is powerful and able to preserve. And I'm, I'm asking that you act in accordance to the power that I know you have. What an awesome addition to a prayer that you can add. Praying in, in acknowledgement of the power God has and in accordance to the power God has. It's number four. Number five, ask God to be just for you and to get justice for you. To be just for you. Verse 12, it says, And return to our neighbors sevenfold into their bosoms the reproach which they have approached you, O Lord. Remember, these guys, they have been, they were being hurt, they were being attacked they are being driven away by these foreign enemies but instead of harboring that hate and that anger and that um sense of mourning because of the hurt they are feeling they say god they called out to god and they handed it to god and said god you be the just you be the justifier god answer my prayers for help because i'm handing them to you to show your justice you know, you're saying, God, I know that you're a God of justice, meaning you're a God that makes things right. And I'm asking you to help me so you can show that your righteousness and your justice to me and to everybody else. What an awesome little addition to prayers that can really make our prayers so much more meaningful. And the last one, number six, is this. Ask God to answer your prayer so that you can not only thank God, but so that you can tell the next generation about how awesome God is. It says in verse 13, so we, your people, and the sheep, your pastor, will give thanks to you forever. To all generations, we will tell of your praise. When we get so focused in our prayers on asking God to answer our prayers for us and our benefit, that we never really think much about the response or why, what we should do if God were to answer our prayers. And one thing we can pray is we can pray like the psalmist and say, God, answer my prayer not for my sake, but God, so that we can have a time of thanks. We can have a time of celebration of knowing that you answered our prayer. And not just that, God, but so that we can then go to our kids and we can go to our grandkids and we can have stories to tell them of how 
God moved and how God was awesome and how God answered our prayers. And you can say, God, answer my prayers, not for my sake, but because I just want to thank you and I want to tell other people about how awesome you are, how, how powerful you are. So these six things that are in Psalm 79, I mean, they're the difference between having a prayer that's just asking God for help and actually having a deep, meaningful prayer that that is not us-centered, but is God-centered and one that glorifies God in that prayer. And I wouldn't necessarily say that and guarantee to you that if you do these six things, that God is 100% more likely to answer the prayer. But I will guarantee you this, you will come away from that prayer time with a greater sense that God is with you and a greater peace about God's presence with you. And especially that's true and, and, and even and more so true for those of us who have placed our faith in Jesus Christ who know that we have the hope of heaven because of what he did on the cross. And so that's my challenge to you guys. What a great prayer to do now and and what a great God to go to serve. And if you want to learn more about how to serve him and become a part of his sheep of his fold, like it says in verse 13, message me or email us at greensportbaptistchurchgmod.com. I'd love to talk to you guys about that. And I also would love to pray for you. If you have any prayer requests, you can comment those below.